The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. The Trinity College professor Brian Caulfield was on with Pat earlier this morning saying SUVs should be phased out because the gains we are making in electric vehicle sales are not doing enough. So do you agree? We sent our reporter Josh Crosby out to ask people whether they thought that the Chelsea tractors should be taken off the streets. Yeah, I'd be in favour of that because the scale of the size of the vehicle sort of puts cyclists under pressure. Would you be in favour of an outright ban or maybe higher taxes or parking restrictions? Well, I think higher taxes would be a good phase into it. Some people have them for work, which is probably a necessity, but uh, other people have them for school runs, shop runs and all that. That sort of stuff, I suppose, can be cut down. I mean, we're older now. We used to see someone going to the schools and they'd only live 100, 200 metres down the road, like, you know. Was there a reason you purchased a larger vehicle? Uh, yeah, I was trendy at the time. <laughs> Useful when you have family, yeah. Dogs, and, and what I didn't up. have a dog at the time. High up. It's the only thing I don't like about having a car. I like being high up in the car as yeah. well, yeah, yeah. It's just a nice feeling. But you'd go back to a normal car now, would you? Like It'd a, be hard a to go back car? to a normal car. Yeah. yeah. And what do you think of this idea now of higher taxes, parking restrictions, even an outright ban? I agree, yeah. You agree with all that? Yeah, I do. No, I, I wouldn't go for that because I think uh, there's a safety feature involved here uh, for people who, if they're involved in an accident, they get well protected with an SUV. So from that point of view, no, I, I would uh, not do that. Would you like to purchase one one day yourself? Uh, I would if I had the money, yes, certainly. Hmm. I, I'm, I'm not prone to kind of overtly criticising people who spend time talking to radio reporters, but it's nonsense that they're safer than cars. Cars have never been safer than they are right now. Uh, they have got loads of safety built into them, far more than an SUV. And the SUV's centre of gravity, without getting too technical, is a lot higher than your average saloon car would be. So don't go with it on that regard. But let's bring in two experts uh, who are campaigning on both sides of this particular uh, discussion. Uh, Green Party Councillor for Dublin's North Inner City, Janet Horner, and uh, Cork City Councillor, Ken O'Flynn, both with us now. Uh, Janet Horner, I'm going to go to you first of all. Why would you need um, a four by four vehicle on the streets of North Inner City, Dublin. I would argue that you would never need a 4x4 on the streets of the North Inner City, Dublin. It's not a vehicle that is equipped for the type of infrastructure we have here. It's not a safe vehicle in a very heavily populated area, particularly with children, particularly um, with a lot of pedestrians, with people cycling. And it's really not a a vehicle that supports the climate ambitions of our city at, at the moment as well, when we are putting so much time and energy and effort into trying to encourage people to walk and cycle and number and very importantly feel safe when they're walking and cycling and to take lower emissions journeys to have vehicles that are have on average about a 20% higher rate of emissions than your average car when they are not necessary but are primarily a status symbol is just completely out of line with what we are trying to do at the moment. Okay, Janet Horner not a fan Ken O'Flynn, do you agree with the rise of the SUV? Uh, good afternoon, Jonathan, and thank you for inviting me on the show. Uh, yeah, I do agree with the rise of the SUV. First of all, they're not a status vehicle for anybody. I, I think people, when, to, when they talk about, use the phrase Chelsea tractors, and they're talking about the Range Rover, Land Rover, or the luxury car lines that, that produce them, you have to bear in mind that a lot of people own Hyundai um, Tucsons or Hyundai Santa Fe's. They own the Skoda version of the SUV, which is very popular. I think that starts at about 37000 which is a very affordable car. I know for 
you share the same constituency as myself in Cork North Central. I know from looking at my own neighbours in Blarney uh, and friends around my own age with children that have um, SUVs. You know, in particular, using the seven seaters, uh, which are very, very handy for not only going to school, coming back from school, taking them to the swimming lessons, the rugby, uh, the GA, the uh, the the horse riding, the karate, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I see what I see with my own neighbours here in Blarney, where, you know, not only do they take their own children, they're taking their, their neighbours or they're taking their oh, children's no, but friends. You, you, you turn into public transport, Ken, I, I appreciate yeah, and understand do, that, but do. a lot of but those they're, vehicles they're, have five seats. They have five yeah, seats, so therefore they're yeah. no better than, than a yeah, car yeah. that has five but, seats. And a lot of them have seven seats as well. But bear, bear in mind, you'll be taking two cars if you weren't using a seven-seater vehicle. So, like, when you when you start adding up and saying, oh, it's using 20% more, actually, if you were using two cars, if mum if mom and dad have, have to use two different cars to transport children around the place, it becomes a lot more different um, when you're scrunching down the figures. I also have to say, Jonathan, in my mind, I believe that if I'm purchasing a car, it should be my decision uh, because it's my money. You know, uh, uh, or it's your money when you purchase your car. Make your decision what's good for you and what's okay. good for your family. All right, let's also go on. Look, I'd like to, I'd like to just address where where is actually the planning of this, the phasing it out. We have to bear in mind that you know the the motorist isn't the bad one here. You have to you have to bear in That's mind a choice, that most, okay. most of most of our tax that is collected in this country is VRT road tax uh, and VAT. That's coming from the motor okay. industry. You know, right. once, you destroy, once you destroy that, how do you replace that? Yeah, well, you, you put in another tax. The government is well able to do that. Um, Janet, I'm going to go back to you. It's not a status simple. They are required for people with large families to transport them back and forth to avoid having to bring two cars. Discuss. Well, I mean, that's just not true. I mean, we've had people carrier cars for a long time that have seven seaters that are ultimately cars and not SUVs. So when we're talking about SUVs, we're not talking about cars that have bigger capacity. We are talking about cars that are much heavier, that are much higher up, that have much higher speed and motor capacity. Um, and that's very different. A lot of them don't even have five seats. They have four seats in them. They're not equipped to carry families. They are very much around the idea that as an individual on the road, it is very comfortable to be up higher than everybody else, feel more powerful than everybody else, um, have a car that can go faster than everybody else. And that's a good feeling. That's fine if it's one individual in a way, but when you have everybody buying bigger and bigger cars all the time, you end up with a sort of arms mm. race of the street well, where can, can everybody ask, is trying to compete car? for the biggest car. Janet, what is a big car in your mind? Are we talking a Range Rover Discovery? Are we talking a Renault Kajar, which is a bit of a crossover vehicle that's very popular? The the, the, the Hyundai Santa Fe was mentioned there as well. Uh, you know, what's a, what is an SUV in your mind? Like I, I'm, I'm not going to go into um, details in cars because I don't have any expertise. Ha- how on big them. does it have to be? But what yeah, I would see in my area, for example, is an increasing presence of Range Rovers and equivalent size cars in the area, and that is the type of vehicle that we are really trying to discourage at the moment. What we see, J- Jonathan, Jonathan, could could we be, be realistic here? A Range Rover costs 136,000 euros. There's not an awful lot of people in the country can afford to purchase a car for 136,000 euros minimum. It goes up to 260,000. I'm not quite sure what part of Dublin you represent. And look, that's fair enough. If you you obviously represent a very very wealthy part of society, uh, and but outside the outside of Dublin, outside of the Red Cow Inn, 
uh, and beyond. Most people in this country are after buying the Hyundai Tucson or the Hyundai Santa Fe, which is, which is the most popular car in the country at the moment. And that's around 37,000, €38,000. That's what you're talking about here. What, dis- what discourages people from buying something like a Ran- Land Rover, a Range Rover, or, or a Porsche, or whatever, is the price of it. Yeah, but they're still buying you, them. You men- you they they you are still on the roads, but, and you have to sorry, kind of accept the fact that people have bought earlier. them, and they're probably too big for what Jonathan, the environment that they're driving in. If you allow me a moment to speak, you mentioned uh, earlier the heaviness of a car. Well, you're not taking into consideration that lithium batteries are far heavier on, a, on cars. Actually, a, 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 an electric car is far heavier than a petrol or a diesel okay. car. Let's bring Janet and back and in. That that has, no, no, to be fair, can I, I did like, let you make your point. Janet, come back in there and respond to that, Janet Horner. Well, I think that we definitely have an issue with the, the heaviness of vehicles like SUVs. There's multiple reasons that we want to see these limited. Firstly, there's the climate emissions. We know that they're emitting on average 20% higher emissions than your average vehicle, when in the vast, vast majority of cases, they are simply not a necessary vehicle, particularly, as I said, in densely populated urban areas. The second thing is around safety. There is an illusion of safety that comes from being higher up in a vehicle, but you are trading the illusion of your own safety for the practical safety of those around you, most especially children, older people, people who can't drive and are walking, cycling, are doing the right thing, choosing the right thing from the environmental point of view and are being put in additional danger because these very large, very heavy vehicles are so prevalent in the city. And the third thing as a city councillor is simply the cost to the infrastructure because they are so much heavier, because they have so much impact, um, they have so much additional impact on our um, streets, on our, our footpaths, when unfortunately you very commonly see them parked up on the footpaths all yeah. around the city. Well, what do we, or, Janet, what's the alternative here? I know you're not an expert on cars, but do we just all drive around in, in the equivalent of a Ford car or, or how does it work? Well, look, in the past 50 years or so, cars have got about 63% bigger. Or was, and we have a choice, basically, in, Dub- in Ireland at the moment. Do we want to go the way of America and have our cars ever getting bigger and the, the public realm getting more and more dangerous as a result? Or do we want to move towards what we see much more commonly across Europe, which is smart cars, safe infrastructure for walking and cycling, far more public transport options available for people and less congested streets. And that's the model that I'm trying to fight for in Dublin at the moment. And I think a lot of people want to see for the city. But we do have this really worrying, really troubling, countervailing um, trend, which is people buying bigger and bigger cars all the time. In Dublin, what I'm trying to do, we're limited in what we can do as a city council. But I brought a motion to the Transport SBC not that long ago Um, looking for what we can do and trying to explore those options. One of the things that I would like to see us move forward on as a city now is introducing parking charges that respond to the level of emissions and the level of weight of the vehicle. And one of the things I'd love to see the government bringing in and pushing forward more and more but, but I'm sorry, is an increase in tax on both the, by both weight and emissions, which is things that countries like France and other okay. countries around You're Europe are looking to do at the moment. You're making the job of the traffic warden very hard there. Ken, you wanted to come back in? But, but J- J- Jonathan, I, I, and I know the, the other speaker has said that she doesn't know an awful lot about vehicles, um, but lithium battery vehicles, which is the electrical vehicle, is far heavier than the standard vehicle that's on the road at the moment, whether it be diesel or petrol. That's the reality of it. But it has that's zero emissions. The, that's and I'm not, but, I certainly, no, well, I'm not actually, denying sorry, that, sorry, but lithium, what I am just trying battery, to say... A lithium, a lithium battery may have zero emissions, but it also has to be plugged in. 
Okay, and most of that most of that energy that's used to plug in that vehicle, which takes you off the road for forty five minutes rather than filling up with your diesel or petrol, um, is coming from is coming from um, fossil fuel. Like let's call a spade a spade. Uh, electric cars aren't as aren't as green as as the sellers okay. are as we're being told that they are. That's okay. the reality. There is no panacea, uh, but the people do need to get around. Janet Horner, um, Green Party Councillor for Dor- Dublin North Inner City, Ken O'Flynn, Cork City Councillor. Thank you both very much for joining have strong emotions and on this as you might imagine Jimmy says good morning or good afternoon Jimmy uh, Land Rovers Range Rovers were originally and traditionally a vehicle for farmers and landowners as the name might suggest yet they're now a status symbol for the rich can I challenge one urban dweller to text in and explain why they need to have that kind of vehicle in an urban area do you drive a Range Rover in the middle of Dublin 4? Why do you do it? Do you often kind of just veer off into the dodder and see what you get on? Uh, I don't think you do. It probably is a status symbol. Couldn't agree more with your first speaker, and uh, that was Janet. Uh, it's a total status symbol. No need whatsoever. Does anyone think anyone outside of a farmer needs one? Uh, but here's a key question. What's classed as an SUV these days? I have three children. I need a car that takes baby seats. And the cars that can do that are all the SUV types. And that is very much a problem because, uh, trust me, as somebody who has three kids, when you have two kids and then you get to the point where you have a third, it becomes really really difficult to work out how good your car is going to be. The time not to check whether the three car seats fit is the week before the baby is due. Yeah, I did that. Uh, Ivan SUV says someone else. It's a Mercedes EQB. It's electric and is needed. I have a seven-seat model. Soon to have three children under five. Number three is due in August. Congratulations. A saloon car is longer than an SUV, so do we ban them from the city as well, says somebody else. And one more. We're going for our third child. Good for you. Uh, So a car would have been fine. However, we are blessed with twins. (laughs) Which not only that the car had to go, we also had to find a six-seater minimum that would fit a twin side-by-side buggy. Have you seen the boot size in the average people carrier? No one size fits all, and casting stones is a very risky practice when you don't know the reason why the car is on the road. But there are those out there, and you know the kind of cars we're talking about, that you definitely could have shopped down and spent about 30 grand less and you'd have been no worse off when it came to the reason why the car is on the road. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.